Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we'll be looking at Parashat Shemot, which runs from Exodus chapter 1 verse 1 to chapter 6 verse 1. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter or via our website. Imagine being fired from your own company. Imagine investing blood, sweat and tears, not to mention time and money, into a business that turns out to be a monumental failure. Imagine studying hard only to be turned down by a university three times. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates and Steven Spielberg, three of the most famous people in the world, don't have to imagine any of that because that was their reality. Of course, they became ultimately known for their success, but before they became incredibly successful and famous, they were incredible failures. In order to be successful, they first had to fail. Parashat Shmot marks the start of a new period of history for our Jewish people. Since Joseph's famous rags to riches story, Jacob's descendants have taken God's command to be fruitful and multiply very seriously and have now become a vast people. Living next to the Egyptians all seems to be going well until a new king comes to the throne who doesn't know anything about God's miraculous rescue of Egypt through Joseph. So God's words to Abraham way back in chapter 15 of Bereshit come true and our people become enslaved to the Egyptians. The new pharaoh also has a cunning plan to deal with any overpopulation. He decides to have all newborn Jewish sons thrown into the Nile. We are in a dire situation. But God has a plan. The narrative now switches to focus on a specific family, Amram and Jochebed, a Jewish family from the line of Levi. They have three children, Aaron, Miriam, and the newborn Moses. Moses is born after the new law, and so he must die. His parents find a creative solution and make a small basket for him and float him on the Nile. Pharaoh's daughter happens to find him while bathing and decides to adopt him as her own. After a period of time with his biological parents, he moves to the palace and becomes the adopted grandson of the most powerful man in the world. When it comes to success, there doesn't seem to be anything better than that, right? Instead of dying a horrible death or surviving and spending his life as a slave, Moses gets to experience the good life in the palace. It seems that Moses certainly has it made. However, he doesn't forget his people and one day he sees an Egyptian beating one of his people and decides that this is the moment to enact his rescue plan. He kills the man and thinks he's gotten away with it. But Pharaoh soon finds out and Moses has to flee. He leaves everything behind and has to flee the country. Royal luxury, a perfect position, all for nothing. Moses has hit rock bottom. In terms of failure, Moses' was catastrophic. He'd preempted God and decided to rescue his people on his own and had failed miserably. Left to wander the desert as a lonely shepherd, I'm sure he felt like he'd completely blown it. And he had. His failure was much worse than Steve Jobs or, or Bill Gates. Perhaps he thought he had the hope of a nation riding on him. His failure wasn't private or kept within the family. Moses failed his people and he failed in front of his people. Perhaps you and I have not failed as utterly as Moses did, but we've certainly all had times when we've fallen short. A broken career, 
a broken marriage, maybe a broken home. Failure is part of the human condition because we are imperfect people who live in an imperfect world. Our very nature has failed because it hasn't lived up to its design, being made in the image of God. Because of our first parents' failure in the garden, we are doomed to fail in every aspect of our lives. But there is a ray of hope, a light at the end of the tunnel, or in Moses' case, a burning bush on a mountainside. And there in the desert, in the midst of his failure, God meets Moses. Surprisingly, we don't hear any words of reprimand or castigation. No, instead, to Moses' surprise and ours too, God recommissions Moses to deliver his people from Egypt. Forty years later, when Moses is 80 years old and living as a shepherd, God decides that now he can use Moses to rescue his people. Moses has failed in his own strength. Now he is ready to succeed in God's. Moses can't believe it. But instead of jumping at the opportunity, he's no longer sure of himself and asks God to send someone else. But God wants to use Moses the failure for his sake and for Moses' sake. And so Moses, joined by his brother Aaron, head to Egypt for the ultimate showdown. It's an axiom, but perhaps in order to succeed, we must first fail. There is something so meaningful in failure because we realize that we are not enough in ourselves. We realize that we are not the people we should be or were made to be. Failure can inspire us to try again and to try harder or to look to the one who can truly help us. Only when we are truly aware of our failure can we ask God to renew us and give us success. When we come to God and ask him to forgive us and renew us, he will do because his son, Yeshua, has already paid the price for our failure. When he died on the cross in apparent defeat, he was actually defeating death, failure, and corruption. Through his victory, we too can have victory and be freed from failure, wrong living, and ultimately, death. Not because we've won, but because he has won. The story of the whole book of Shemot is a story of failure and success. Over and over again, we will see how Moses and the people succeed in God's strength, but fail in their own. Over and over again, we will see how the God of second chances picks them up and tells them to carry on, just like he does with us. We leave this week's parasha with Moses questioning God over the apparent failure before Pharaoh. The king of Egypt is proving rather stubborn so far. God tells Moses to trust, and trust he must, as must we. The stories of Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Steven Spielberg, and even Moses are the stories of humanity, full of failure, yet, by God's grace, also ultimately full of success. Will you let your current failings win? Will you let your momentary failure consume you? Or will you bring your failings to the God of second chances who is just waiting to put you back on your feet? change you and welcome you into a life of success with him. Not necessarily one of riches, fame and fortune, but one where his success flows through you. Failure or success, you choose. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parasha espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.